0: This is the latest in our series, "The Life of a Song," and I' am Ian. McCann. This week, "Living in the Past." The end, I'm smiling, miles to your you know i love to love you, and above you there's no other... It was written to confound expectations, and its composer grumbled. I've always loathed and detested that song. Its melody was tied to an awkward time signature and it was difficult for other singers to make it their own. But once a song is released, it can gain a life of its own. And that's what happened to the song Living in the Past by the prog rock group Jethro Tull. In 1969, Jethro Tull's future was uncertain. The group had released their debut album the year before and its title This was made it clear they had already moved on. Their guitarist and joint lead vocalist, Mick Abrahams, had left, and the band had ditched the bluesy rock they were known for. So their manager and producer, Terry Ellis, asked them to write a hit single to quote keep the pot boiling while they formulated their second album. Toll were an underground attraction in British rock and had barely enjoyed any action in the singles charts so their singer Ian Anderson was bemused by this request. He told Ellis, Sure, Terry, just give me a couple of hours and I'll run upstairs to my room and write a hit single, as you do. Ian Anderson resolved to create what he called The Least Commercial Thing I Could. He wrote it in 5-4 time, making it difficult for dancers. It opened with a bass solo from Glen Cornick, soon joined by Anderson's flute. Hardly traditional pop fair. The lyrics scoffed at hippies, referring quaintly to walking out with his girlfriend, while other young folk rioted for peace. And to put the tin lid on it, the song's title, Living in the Past, rejected the swinging London, bell-bottom-wearing, far-out-man era. Hit single, that'll show them. However, the song was as catchy as measles, and the string arrangements by Lou Toby warmed it up beautifully. Ian Anderson admitted, When it was first a hit, I used to hide in a corner and cringe, but soon his group were flogging Living in the Past on the television show Top of the Pops, where, he claimed, he seen Cliff Richard trying and failing to dance to it. It was Jethro Toll's biggest hit on both sides of the Atlantic. 5-4 time was unusual for a pop record like Living in the Past, but it was not unique. The most famous example of this time signature is the Dave Brubeck Quartet's Take Five. Other songs to utilise this tricky meter include Within You Without You by The Beatles and the Mission Impossible theme. The time signature was perhaps sufficient to deter pub bands from butchering living in the past. But jazzy musicians found it quite a simple matter. The Canadian trumpeter Maynard Ferguson delivered a typically brash version in 1971. (laughs) Maynard Ferguson's cut was arranged by John Cameron, whose band CCS had recorded their own version a year earlier. CCS were not satisfied with 5.4, and their cacophonous cover was played at breakneck speed in an even more demanding 5.8 time. <laughs> After that, Living in the Past was reabsorbed into pop. The elegant singer Billy Davis made it feel like a bossa nova on her debut album in 1969, with the distinctive bass part performed by Herbie Flowers, who also graced CCS's version. Midge Ewer tackled Living in the Past in 1985 in a production full of the glossy electronics of the day. In the past. The indie band Cud roughed it up a few years later, in 1989. The prog musician Francis Dunnery delivered the most radical version of Living in the Past, rewriting the lyrics as an attack on Catholic education. Never give a Catholic 350 grand and put him in the sun. They didn't teach us about money at our school, they taught us hymns, and I could tell you the words but you wouldn't know what to sing. But perhaps Ian Anderson was right. This hit with the catchy hook did not prove commercial in the long term. Jethro Toll's version of Living in the Past was the only one to chart. Songs in 5-4 time remain rare in a pop landscape dominated by dance beats. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.